Peace and blessings, everybody. Uh, you're listening to the Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the Good Brother. I am the original black man, and I am Reek. I'm motherfucking Reek, you understand? And, um, yeah, this is 5.3. I'm going to be giving you an episode every day of this week because it is motherfucking reek week fuck sharks when you can have reek and this particular day there were four emails that were sent to me that i really wanted to lock in on usually wednesday is the email day so i figured i'd keep up tradition uh i can tell you about my life tomorrow i can give you a current event tomorrow i can give you one of my ideologies tomorrow but in regards to today, I'm going to go for about 20 to 25 minutes. Cause I want this to be as brief as I can make it. I'm a little long-winded, so maybe I'm lying to you. Uh, it's all right. Don't tell my mother. But before I get into these emails, I just wanted to say thank you to everyone that has been rating and reviewing my show on iTunes. I really appreciate that. If you haven't done so, because as the analytics reflect, 90% of you motherfuckers are listening to the show. And I'm... From what I'm seeing here, also analytically, I'm getting about 1,000 to 1,200 listens an episode. So I want uh, at least 1,000 ratings um, in three months. So by the time I get to 12.1, that will be the three-month mark. So please do so. I would definitely appreciate that. But I'm not going to uh, push everybody else aside. I want to thank you for the people that listen to me on Google Play and have subscribed. I want to thank you to the people that has listened to me on Spotify and have and have subscribed. I want to thank everybody that's listening to me on SoundCloud and they subscribed. And everywhere else, maybe CastBox, maybe Stitcher, wherever that you get uh, Radiohead. Uh, plenty of uh, vehicles that you can listen to my show. So if you're listening to me on there and you subscribe to me on there, even this Anchor app that I'm recording on as we speak. Um, if you listen to me on Anchor, that's definitely incredible. Uh, with that being said, I also want to tell you about my party. Jack in the Box, motherfuckers. Uh, Jack in the Box. Splash that. Dot com. I'm gonna have that in the motherfucking bio below the episode. Do you understand me? Yeah, I'm Now I want to uh, focus on these four emails. I have a multitude of emails to get to, but I also have the rest of the week to get to them because I'm gonna be list. I'm gonna get to about one to two emails a day, and based on what I'm seeing, I only have about nine emails in total. So I should be able to get to everybody. And uh, if I start October with no emails, then so be it. But if you want to email me, uh, goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com, because I want to build a community here. I want you guys to know that we're all in this together. So if you want uh, to share some commentary, if you want to share a fun fact that you think everybody should know, or if you want to ask me for my makeshift advice, uh, just email me and we'll take it from there. All right. Uh, the first email that I'm going to be getting to is by someone by the name of Jay, a good brother by the name of Jay. And the subject of this email is figuring it out. <sighs> the good spinny brother, Jay is fine for my name. Open parenthesis, close parenthesis. A few episodes ago, you spoke of this thing called life and not having things figured out, but knowing it's time to take risks. I'm sick of working this regular job and shit and I'm looking to build new sources of income. I have been put onto the idea to buy a couple vending machines, get some contracts with companies, and get into it. 
What advice do you have as far as taking the leap to risks? Because if I heard correctly, you are no longer working your regular job. I don't know your situation. Excuse me if I'm wrong. But what has you so motivated to take a chance on things like Jack in the Box, considering you are new to that space? Sorry if that was long. Keep up the good work. Good brother. Hyphen. Jay. Well, Jay, I'm glad that you asked. And if you don't know my situation, I'll tell you my situation, because how am I going to build a family of listeners and supporters if I just keep this mysticism about what I'm doing? There's a few things I like to keep private, but as far as this is concerned, I definitely can share this with you. But question number one, uh, you would like to take risks. You're tired of working this job and you want to know what's a good brother thinks. <sighs> I think that if you're in a place to where you're compromising where you are cerebrally for $17 an hour, then you should readjust while you still can. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine and um, I bought, uh, in fact, uh, Jimmy Vasquez. He has a clothing line. Um, it's a hoodie with a frog on it and the frog is pretty dope. And we was talking to one another and um, he was like, yo, so wait, you don't got kids, right? And I said, nah. He said, you don't work, right? I said, nah. He said, you don't got no girl, right? I said, nah. He was like, my nigga, that is a fire bag to be in because you are the epitome of free. You're not tied to a job. You're not tied to a girl. You're not tied to a child. If you end up being a bum-ass nigga, that's on you. But this is a good base to really get everything situated. And um, that was uplifting. I never really thought of it that way. Uh, I am in a space to where I can move with relative comfortability as far as not having any, with, as in regards to not having, having any. I cannot talk this morning. I need to get a smoothie because I am the Jews God. Anywho, without having any. Uh, stipulations, complications, without having any things that can uh, stymie me from doing what I would like to do. But in terms of you, I believe that if you're approaching that idea, I believe you need to really lock into that idea about vending machines because it is about multiple streams of income. Um, what got me into partying, I was partying years ago. I threw this party in 2016 and I wanted to bring it back uh i just want to make sure i'm answering your questions here because i feel like this email is very important give me a second okay so what motivated me to not work is well the moment i lost my job I was approached with three other ones because the majority of the ways that I get my job is either someone that's making anywhere from 19 to $22 an hour, like, yo, come work for me, or yo, come work with me, or yo, give me a resume and I got you covered. I also have brilliant people on my side that can show me the ins and outs of LinkedIn, uh, taking the state test. But every time I work a job, my alcoholism is out of fucking control. I hate working. I hate it. I despise it. I feel like my freedom is being stripped from me. I feel like precious hours of my life is being stripped from me. I like to move with fluidity and a job really doesn't allow the fluidity that I need. Um, I sit here and I always wonder how much time I'm wasting for $18 an hour. Like, is it really worth it? Especially with these jobs that if I was to get the flu tomorrow, and I couldn't come to work for a week. 
they will replace me. They will literally be like, yo, Tariq, you missed too much work. Uh, we hope you're okay. We hope everything works out. And then they will post my position on Indeed. Is that what I need to be beasting for? Now, I definitely understand that working is important, right? And you cannot be anything in this life if you have no job or if you have no streams of income. And I'm going to get to the income in a second. But the way I view it is, let's not, I'm not going to sit here and kid to you. If I was to get a job right now, I probably will be started at about 40000 right? thirty five to 40000 which means I will take home 32000 annually until I get a raise or whatever have you. If I can find a way to make $40,000 without having a typical 9 to 5, I believe my focus should be on making $40,000 as opposed to finding a job that can pay me $40,000. If I redirect my focus onto making money as opposed to getting a job that will give me money, I feel like that will work best for me. Now, there's people that don't think like I do, and there's people that really like security. And financial duress brings mental burdens on them that they can't even express, and they lose a sense of comfortability. Uh, they'll be in this place of dystopia, you know what I'm saying? They'll be in this place of despair if they don't have at least some type of security blanket of getting money. I... I'm letting loose of all those uh, code of ethics. Now, I mean, if I'm going to be broke, I'm going to be broke by myself. That's why I don't have a girl. Uh, even when I was uh, speaking before about women see you as, yo, you don't got your own job. Why are you paying attention to women? Yo, you got a car, but it's not paid off. Why are you paying attention to women? If you can't pay my bills, why are you paying attention to me? Cool. I will not pay attention to you. Fuck it. I'm a sex symbol anyway. The women's is going to come anyway. Do you dig me? But in regards to my motivating factors and having multiple streams of income, the way I see it is this, and I'm going to be incredibly transparent. Anchor pays you to do the show. Now, their scale of how they view you as a marketer, because when you're doing that ad, they do view you as a marketer or an advertiser for the app itself. And based off of the amount of views I get, the more that they pay me. The more views I also get, Anchor then negotiates with other advertisers that will then allow me to market their product as well. So in regards to this podcast, in regards to this particular app, I view that as an opportunity to start making money for my show immediately, even if it's $3 a day. Now I'm saying if I'm being paid let's say $15. If I'm being paid for half an hour's worth of work, isn't that better than me working for $17 an hour? You let me know. Uh, secondarily, as far as the party's concerned, although I did it three years ago, I view that as another source of income. So I also do odd jobs as well, just to stay afloat. So if I can do my odd jobs, if I can do these parties, and if I can make money off this podcast, there's three sources of income. And neither of which I'm held, I'm bound to restriction. And my alcoholism has been pretty much tapered down since I've adopted this way of thinking. Um, as far as you are concerned, I believe that you need to find within yourself what's most important to you. Are you someone that wants a security blanket? Are you someone that's cool with being uncomfortable, cool with being broke, cool with not having it for your state of mind? A lot of people put their state of mind to the back burner for money, and I can't tell them how to live their life but they're damn sure not going to tell me how to live mine because they don't need to be in my life to begin with 
I'm going to do what I'm going to do regardless. I'm an only child. Independent thinking was always pushed to the forefront as far as my mom and my grandmother, both women that I really, really respect. So, yeah, man, do the fucking, um, do that vending machine shit. If you can't see that, once you start, once you adopt and you, once you adopt this way of thinking and once you're in the mode of how can I make money, then things are going to open up for you. So even if it starts at vending machines and then it goes to something else and then maybe me selling shoelaces, maybe it's, yo, my man got the coat plug or yo, maybe niggas need raincoats, anything like that. I believe that you owe it to yourself and the family. I don't know if you have a family, but the family that you're looking to create to, to where they can look at a man's eyes, your eyes and not see, see someone that's lost. And not seeing someone that's downtrodden and not seeing someone that's sad because they're going along with the nine to five motto. If it's not for you, then it's not for you, bro. You know what I'm saying? There's no reason for you to be. What's the word I'm looking for? There's no reason for you to be just, you know, let's keep it simple. There's no reason for you to be sad as hell in a job that you don't want to be in. If you're tired of working that job, somebody live one life, son. Nobody lives to 150, my nigga. We're all going to be dead in 80 years. Yoda to yourself, bro. Thank you so much for uh, emailing me, and uh, please email me back. I'm fucking long-winded. That was fucking 13 minutes of one email. Um, I'm going to do a few more. Let's get to about 25 to 30 minutes here. Um, about 13 minutes, y'all. Water, juice, maybe some candy. A slight bit of fellatio? Just a, just a drop? No? Yes, no? How you feeling? How's work? I know I just shit on having jobs, but how's how's your job? How you feeling? I'm pretty sure you're not uh, drinking on the low like I am. Are you uh, sneaking a bathroom break on company time? Yeah, I already know how that goes. It's all good. We all in this together. Uh, let's get to another emailing tin. Uh, I said there was some that got my attention. Oh, of course the fucking shit about my party got my attention. And this comes from jamaican sensation peace and blessings good brother i'm listening to your podcast as i'm writing this email and i want to let you know you put some good content out i plan on starting my own podcast but that's another email for another time i'm writing this email because i plan on sliding through to your function and i have some questions why is it 3 to 9 p.m now i'm from jamaica and we all know jamaicans don't respect time a function like this in Jamaica, uh, people start showing up at 8.30 p.m. And we don't know how to leave until it's about 3 to 4 a.m. Why is it like that? Anyways, keep up the good work. P.S. I'm driving up there from Philadelphia for this function. I hope you don't disappoint. I've heard about your functions. Once again, Jamaica Sensation sent from my iPhone with a period at the end. Well, Jamaican Sensation, what a beautiful nickname. A nickname that you probably drafted up and cooked up as you eat writing the email because I refuse to believe anybody calls your ass Jamaican sensation unless you're a porn star. And if you're a porn star, then you coming to my party is dope, but I want to go to the parties that you attend because I'm pretty sure you're getting invited to something that's wavy. And I too want to experience this waviness. Anywho, uh, first things first, I will tell you why. It is three to nine. Now, you're from Philadelphia, and I'm not going to tell you that I'm familiar with what happens socially in Philadelphia. Uh, but in New York specifically, uh, everybody's adopted this motto of being able to get drunk, have fun, go party and be in bed by 11 p.m. Uh, day parties have pretty much swept 
uh, the region. I mean, I, I won't say the tri-state area because I'm not familiar with what happens in Jersey or in Connecticut. But I will tell you, in uh, New York City, uh, whether it's Harlem, whether it's the Bronx, I don't know what's going on in Staten Island. I do know there's some racism out there and some kielbasa. But as far as the other four boroughs and Long Island, day parties are the wave because clubbing in itself really isn't that dope no more, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, the women uh, really don't dance like that. They view that as a coming out party, and people come out to party for different reasons. Some want to show off their outfit. Some want to rid themselves of the stretches of the week. Some just want to be with their homegirls or their homeboys. Some just want to listen to some dope music out of some loudspeakers while uh, drinking some type of toxin. But um, the day party, it just combines all the elements of, one, uh, you can get the partying out the way. Two, uh, with the prominence of the happy hour, it's like a glorified happy hour. Oh, and I believe that whether you're a school teacher, if you're a fireman, if you're a police officer, or if you work at Home Depot, everybody loves a happy hour. So the way I view it is, one, you come to my party with unlimited drinks. Two, after unlimited drinks, you can go in the car, drink some water, sober up, and you can do all that by 10 p.m. So it's still relatively early, so you can still make it home. Uh, you get to see women face to face in the light so they can't deceive you with their wizardry of makeup and eyeliner and all the type of things. You look women directly in the eyes with a in a party that's relatively lighted. And due to the fact that if you listen to my show, I've been telling you that uh, it's more of a social event than an actual party. Actually being able to converse with a woman uh, or a man, I don't know what you're into, with a drink in your hand as 6 p.m. is pretty dope if you ask me because even if you have plans for Saturday night uh, or when the fuck is that party? Is a party on Friday or Saturday? It's probably a Saturday. Yeah. You can use my party for the pregame. Um, with $30, you can get unlimited drinks, get yourself right, and go to the next function. Hopefully, you have someone in your car that also doesn't drink. But even if you want to Uber it up, whatever you want to do, if you want to find out what the next wave is, you're already charged up and good to go based off of my party. So if you want to view my party as a happy hour, if you want to view my party as uh, a link up, if you want to view my party as a social gathering, if you want to view my party as uh, the pregame function, uh, I'm cool with all that. Just bring your ass. Tell tell people to bring their ass. Um, You're going to do a lot of talking. I'm just telling you that right now. People don't dance no more. But there will be some beautiful women there. The music will be phenomenal. Uh, you can bring food into the venue. So even if you're on some shit like, yo, I'm fucking starving. Uh, there's neighboring delis. You bring the food inside. You can sit in the back. Get your sandwich on. Come back inside and function it up. And it's also 420 friendly. So all these elements combined is why we chose the 3 to 9 time slot. Because... Uh, I believe anything earlier than that, nobody wants to party at 2 a.m. to fucking 9 a.m. unless it's Juve. And uh, as far as actually having a club where it's 9 p.m. to maybe 4 uh, a.m., 9 p.m. to 4 a.m., that time slot, people won't come. It'll be too cold. It'll be too late. They won't be able to get a sitter for the night. You know what I mean? And getting a sitter uh, during the day is way easier than getting a sitter for the night because the sitters have life, too have lives too so like yo can you hold the fort down until 10 p.m and then you do what you can do after that they're like yeah like yo can you eradicate your whole saturday night and watch my child you might be a dubby so yeah we're just trying to convenience everybody and um i know you're jamaican as you just told to me but 
If you leave from Philly at 3 p.m., you arrive probably around 5 or 6 with traffic or whatever have you. You're all good to go. You'll be in the middle of the party. You drink for three hours. You mingle with women for three hours. You get a chopped cheese from up the block and everybody wins. So, yes, my last party was a success. Well, what we deem as a success. And we will love for you and whoever is coming with you to enjoy the experience with us. Uh, 100%. Uh, I won't disappoint you, uh, Jamaican sensation. You just have to promise me when the tunes come on, I got to see you no linger. I hope you have moves. The Nolinga is a dance that I fucking love that Jamaicans do. You gots to do. Nolinga, Nolinga. All right, let me go back. Thank you, uh, Jamaican Sensation. Feel free to write in any time, man. That was a dope email. Now, there are also two emails, and then I'll conclude with these two emails, that I was told to answer with immediacy. So let's go to the first one. Hi, Reek. Why do guys text you every morning with a good morning message and then suddenly slow down? I was willing to give a brother some tail, but now I'm so turned off that I want to block him. Please explain, Portia. Portia, first and foremost, I need you to provide photographic evidence of what you look like because you could be some goop. And if you are some goop, I will definitely relay that information to you, whether it be privately or publicly, for my enjoyment. Uh, you might not be a litty committee like that. It may be, as I said before, to Jamaican sensation. Uh, you might have met that gentleman in a nightclub. You might have fooled him with your makeup wizardry. You guys might have traded Instagrams. He saw your Instagram like, oh, that's not who I met. This girl is some fucking goop. And I do not divvy and dally and put my dip in the goop. Now, if you're not goop, I can answer it from another angle. We text you every morning just to establish some level of comfortability with you. And this is for all the women that listen to my show because I'm not going to give out the secrets, but I will tell you the logic behind why men do what they do. Because I speak fluent men, as um, P Patrice O'Neill once said. When we're texting you every day a good morning, we're establishing, we're establishing some level of communication and correspondence with you. Uh, men have the understanding that women won't do anything with you unless they're comfortable with you. Comfort is number one in regards to women and men relationships. Men, we can beat you in 10 minutes and go outside and have sex with you. We don't give a fuck about comfort, but we know women give a fuck about comfort. So we develop comfort with dialogue and just saying like, yo, good morning. That shows some type of chivalry that shows that you're the first thing that you are the first thing that pops into our mind when we wake up or whenever we got our day started uh we want to see how your morning went and then that usually uh goes into conversations from there but once the conversation starts to wane it looks as though either he's playing games because he doesn't want to spend no money on a date or you're slow motion to where you're quote unquote a bad texter but if you're an avid texter maybe he's just busy uh, it's very case by case. Maybe you view you as annoying. Maybe the things that you've said to him in conversations in passing have turned him off. Um, maybe he has other bitches that he's attending to. Uh, I have to get more information. So if you could uh, email me what you look like and also email me the conversations between you and him, I can definitely tell you 100% what the fuck is going on because I speak nigga fluently. You know what I'm saying? So. If you're on the cusp of giving him some kitten 
and uh, he said something to you that you want him blocked, I need to see what actually happened because you used the exclamation point in the email. So I'm very curious as to what happened. So please provide me with this photographic evidence so I can uh, help you out further, uh, Portia. Uh, you said you needed me to answer ASAP. I have. Now it's time for you to do what I need you to do, which is provide me with what I need so we can really log in. So not only can I educate you, but I can also educate the other lovely ladies that listen to my program. You also doubled emailed me also with uh, immediacy. About you, Dash, please answer ASAP. This comes from Portia again. Hey, Reek, what is your current situation looking like? Uh, After I answer this, I'm going to get into shout outs. And then I'm going to conclude uh, 5.3. I don't know what aspect you're talking about, but I'll answer them in all aspects. My situation is I live in my aunt's house. I drive a 2017 Hyundai Elantra where the payments are way too high. I don't work a prototypical job. I do e I do fucking odd jobs uh, throughout the days just so I can maintain a certain amount of money. I'm not saving. I'm not losing. Just maintaining as of right now, stretching money that I have. Um, and as far as women are concerned, I'm single. And I'm not looking to have a girlfriend anytime soon. So if you're one of those women that are like, yo, I really want a boyfriend and he looks so good. He's articulate and all this type of shit. And he's a sex symbol. Maybe I can wrap him up. No, you can't. Even if you're dope, I'm not going to wife you. I'm not wifing anybody right now. I'm also in a good space in regards to women. You know what I mean? Uh, I will say that I am in a good space. But, um, yeah, I'm single. I've been single for some months now. Uh, I actually spoke to my ex the other day. And maybe I won't share with you the conversation because that's very, very important to me. But what I will tell you is uh, it provided me with some insight as to who I am as a person. And I'm going to share that on another episode uh, in the next few weeks. So, yeah. So, I don't work. I don't own my own crib. So if that fucking turns you off, then so fucking be it. Uh, I don't have a dope car. I drive a fucking Elantra. And uh, I'm single as hell. So that's my situation, Portia. Uh, you wanted an answer ASAP? I guess I just gave you one. Uh, now let's get to the shout outs. And there's a multitude of them. Okay. We're going to get to Turnpike Ike. Atlanta Kloss. Atlanta C-L-A-U-S. Uh... He wanted a shout out, I provided him one. I am underscore Rels, my old engineer from my old podcast and a dope brother. I'm not just going to just say he was just an engineer and that's it. He's really, really cool. He's a dope person. Now, I mean, he does like Asian women, which is uh, pretty precarious of him. But all in all, if you want to work with him, he's the best engineer that I've worked with between him and Jonathan Mena. Uh, Rel is back at gmail.com. If you want, if one of you guys, I forgot which one, said that you want to start a podcast of your own. Matter of fact, it was my man that got the vending machines. Uh, go to I am underscore Rails. Uh, go in his bio. Rails is back at gmail.com and utilize his services. It, it will be worth it. We also have uh, Chris at Cheveria. I am Chris. I am Cheveria. Yo, Chris, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I can't fucking pronounce that shit. But he has a black business, Black Stock and Weber. He owns shoes. And the shows are pretty dope, man. I mean, I'm not going to say they're brogues or whatever have you, but uh, it's hard bottom shoes and them shits are fucking dope. I'm not going to lie. Uh, we then have Empress Glow Up. Uh, Empress underscore Glow Up. Shorty was shaking with you. 
Now, I mean, she's a flight attendant. She's dope and she's single. Uh, then we have I'm Cherry Poppins. Not I am. Just I'm Cherry Poppins. Uh, she has a show that I definitely love. Uh, the Officially Street Podcast. Um, she's the only female voice on there. Uh, she does sound like an adolescent, but she is a grown woman. Uh, she's in the gym currently trying to get a booty up. She keeps doing these uh, mirror video selfies to where she's walking by a mirror showcasing the little rumpage that she has. So please give her your attention. We also have uh, She Be Morena. Um, she uh, helps with the Oprah Rose show. And I also want to give a shout out to TT and Gigi and Didi, uh, the trio of the Oprah Rose show. I was on their program. It was personally their best episode. And I don't give a fuck what nobody says because once the original is there, the, the motherfucking program is never the same. We also have I'm a black girl K. Girls spelled with a U. I'm a black girl K. Um, we also have my man with the plan, Wild Man Jones. He is a half breed. He is a man, half black, half white, but his fucking vibes are out of this world. I love him. I love his wife. I have yet to meet his child, but um, he's a family man. He's a intelligent man, and he's a man that you guys need to get in tune with. Uh, we also have some London love. Girl Davis, that girl Davis. Uh, she is from London. She always gives me love and support all the way from across the border. That's pretty ill, and I want to visit London one day. Uh, Dark Knight, NYK. Um, he would like a shout-out as well. Yo, shout me out. Scotty Aura. Scotty Aura, you motherfucking got it. The big bearded butter. You know what I'm saying? Scotty Aura. A-U-R-A. You wanted the shout-out? There you go, brethren. Uh, Shout-out to the local press that got good chicken. That came from Sauced Teddy. Sauced Teddy with the dope Avi. You wanted it? You got it. Shout-out to all the scumbags. They came from Worldwide FM underscore. The Crimson Chin with some bricks and as the... uh, With some bricks at... Are these fucking bricks? One brick on top of the other? Whatever the fuck this is, Crimson Chin. This shit is weird as hell. But you wanted it, you got it, brethren. Uh, Rye La Bella. Um, Ebony, she's pretty dope. She's also going to be at the Jack in the Box party, Jamaican Sensation. Uh, she's very tall. She has large breasts. And she's dark skin. So she might tickle your fancy. Um, Rye La Bella. Uh, the last letter of her ad name as a capital Atlanta Claus, I said what up to you already always brother true north views the true north views podcast um just Shola and Harris two individuals uh in a country that I definitely want to go to again I only went one time I definitely want to go back so uh if you guys can set that up I will definitely take a bus up there I'll drive up there because I need a reason to go to fucking Toronto anyway um my man smooth butter my man Tristan Hope it's not too late, and shout out my second job. Your boy needs some cash tonight at Bayview Kitchen. So if you're in Long Island, uh, Google Bayview Kitchen. He will be the tall Jamaican bartender. Please give this man some tips. And last but not leastly, Niche B underscore Nicholas Cage. Uh, she is a woman, dark-skinned woman. When you enlarge her avenue, you'll see long, luxurious hair and large breasts on her chest. She's definitely showcasing some cleavage. Uh, Hood and high fashion. She's from Queens. Uh, don't waste your time. I'm a fronter. But maybe she won't front on you. Maybe if your fucking um, if your DM ethic is correct, 
she might give you some lovington that once again that's nicholas cage that's niche b that's going to conclude my episode for today everyone i want to thank you so much for listening to me be on the lookout for 5.4 tomorrow i'm coming back uh i don't know what the fuck i'm going to talk about tomorrow but that's the beauty of my show i don't know what's going on until the microphone turns on with that being said uh rate review and subscribe on itunes if you haven't already i want to get to a thousand within three months so i can be liddy committee out here and um Yeah, man. Peace and blessings. Pass the dressing and enjoy your day.